We don't do the same drugs no more. No, I certainly don't. I now get high on a natural supply. I've gone, <laughs> I've gone from tripping to sea dipping. I've gone from coca to corka millish. <laughs> I've gone from hallucinating to meditating. I've gone from Dutch gold to swimming in the ice cold. I've gone from drugs to hugs. I've gone from living the sesh life to living me best life. What is the crack? How are you? How are you getting on? My name is Colm and this is the Sober Mess podcast. And how the fuck are you? How are you today? I hope you're well. I hope you're having a lovely, gentle day. And it's filled with self-love and self-compassion. And you're being kind to yourself because that is all that's fucking required of you. And uh, you're very welcome. You're very welcome to hear me nattering on today and to have the chats. And I'm coming to you live from a place called the Techno Temple, which is a, a prefab in West Cork. I'm here in Dajna Berry. Uh, somewhere I'm volunteering from the summer. Uh, Dajna Berry is a Buddhist meditation a retreat center uh, based in based just outside the town of Castletown Bear in the Bear Peninsula um on the backside of Ireland at the very bottom of Ireland it takes nearly five and a half hours to get here from the big smoke from Dublin <laughs> I was on the way down here and got to Cork only to realise I was only fucking halfway down when I got to the city, but I got here in the end. I got here in the end, and I, I just, like so basically how I ended up down here um, was I was here a year ago. Um, I was here a year ago. A friend recommended it to me to come down and check this place out. It was really cool. I was like, yeah, go on, sure. So I came down last August and really enjoyed it. You know, it's all about like how about Buddhism, how to med, how to meditate properly, to do like uh, meditation classes and things like that. So I was like, yeah, I want to want to learn how to meditate properly. Um, so yeah, I, I was down here last summer and came down for a few days, and they said, would you be up for if ever for volunteering? And uh, I was like, uh, unfortunately, I, I'm working. I'm a working man and uh, I couldn't come down. But um, yeah, then in December, uh, I handed my notice into my job and went traveling for three months, as some people know. And then when I got home from me travels in Asia, um, but when, when I was in Asia, actually, 
Oh, just to clarify, uh, when I went to Asia, um, I got mad into, like, some people know I was into combat sport and a bit of boxing and that, and uh, I signed up to do a Muay Thai camp for three weeks in Thailand, and I went over and I was one week in, and uh, I got talking to a guy in the hostel in Thailand, in Koh Samui, and he was at a, 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 a silent retreat, and he was telling me about it. And like, do you ever just get talking to someone and you just want what they have? You just, just the glint in his eye and his kind of buzz for life, the fire in his belly. You know, he just had such a passion for life and just such a positive guy. And I was like, shit, I want what, I want what you have. You know what I mean? And that's like, it's like anything in life. It's it's all about attraction. Like the best way for you to kind of advise someone is live by example, live by attraction. Like if someone was telling you, oh, you should go on this diet and telling you what to do, you're going to be a bit reluctant. But if you've seen a friend that you know well and they lost five stone and you're like, shit, like how did you do that? Tell me how you got there. What What was the plan of action you followed to achieve that? And that's what it was with this guy. It was like, shit, I want what you have, you know? And uh, he told me about this meditation and this retreat. And I was like, yeah, definitely I'll be into that. So um, I went on to him, I done a, like a meditation class and I got talking to a monk there. And like this monk was like this wise old, uh, wise old fella. Where is he from? He was actually from London. He wasn't like a monk monk. He wasn't like something you now like, um, like, like his head shaved Asian dude sort of character. He was like a, um, a Western monk, but he was really cool. He was really funny and he was really wise. And uh, yeah, I got talking to him and he was like, oh, you know, people up in the in the Western world, they'd always look down uh, on people down in Asia and go, wow, they must really be struggling down there. You know, they, they haven't got much money. You know, they're, they're fairly poor. You know, what, what? They're like, God, God loves them, like, you know what I mean? But he said, like, people down here think the same about the Western people. You know, that they'd be looking up and going, wow, they're totally consumed with materialistic goods, money, jobs. Um, you know, fancy coats, fancy cars, fancy houses, social media, you know, constant, constantly seeking refuge and stuff outside of themselves. And there, and people in Asia, well, they must be suffering up there, you know, and because they, they're constantly looking to escape. And I just thought, yeah, Jesus, that's, that's a kind of powerful way of looking at it. Um, so, yeah, I ended up uh, in engaging in this uh, meditation retreat i knocked the muay thai camp on the head and uh, yes yeah, i started getting more into meditation and and buddhism and uh yeah and i fell in love with it and i kind of kind of fell out of love with the um yeah I fell out of love with fighting you know the war's over and i just didn't like harming other people and like harming myself, so I knocked out the boxing and the Muay Thai on the head. But I, I did really enjoy, I still really enjoy the fitness. I still love doing the pad class and doing pads with lads and all, you know, just competing wise. I just felt that it wasn't for me. Like, what was I trying to achieve at the end of it? Was I insecure about my masculinity? Was it doing it for my ego? You know, what was it? You know what I mean? Was it really me or was it just trying to play a role or a character? You know, and yeah, so. I got into meditation and Buddhism. We're going to say I got into it. <laughs> it's like, um, I started to f become fascinated by it. 
and um, yeah, I've done a, I've done a lot of meditation classes. Um, I done I done like sound healing and coca ceremonies, coca ceremonies, not the coca, not the scarface stuff, not the devil's dandruff. Um, and uh, yeah, really came back. I came back a ball of serenity, a ball of zenful serenity and tranquility and harmony and gentleness. <laughs> and uh, I lasted about three days in our lovely country of Ireland when I got home from my traveling Zen Buzz. And I was going around in sandals and like Ireland was in panic because the coronavirus had just taken off and old, old Leo 350 a week Radgar uh, was about to announce the lockdown and uh, yeah so panic stations in Ireland and I was on my little zen bubble oh, everybody everything's going to be fine send it over to to the universe you know we're all we're all good you know it was about one meditation away from chaining myself to a tree in marley park and um yeah and just the irish culture kind of broke me down Um, was like uh you know my mom would <laughs> my mom would ring me with the bad news and the, and give me regular updates on rip.ie and uh, yeah eventually broke me down and yeah, I hit, hit the ground hard, and uh, but th- that was like an extreme sense of zen, you know, it wasn't like it wasn't realistic, but it still planted a seed in me that well, I really enjoyed that buzz I was on, that bubble I was in, and I want more of it, you know what I mean? And I want to learn more about meditation and Buddhism and just the practices, you know what I mean? I don't know a lot about Buddhism, I just I know like basic things about Buddhism is like um, the word Buddha means awoken one um, and how it all came about was this guy, this kid was born into a kingdom and the prophets told the, 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 the dad that look this kid he's either going to be an amazing king or he's going to be a spiritual teacher who's going to make big changes and uh, and, and start like a, a a spiritual teaching and be an amazing spiritual guide for people and uh, so the dad being a king wanted his son to be a great leader and a great king so he um essentially spoiled his kid his whole life for everything he ever desired food women um, money clothes you know he literally lived a pampered life even like the fruit in the kingdom were all perfect any like abnormal apples were thrown out and uh, yeah so the, the, the king wanted his son to be like have this perfect lifestyle so he chose to become a king rather than a spiritual uh, teacher and then um, with that the kid one day went out for a walk and got out of the uh out of the kingdom and he went for a walk and he, he noticed people being like ill and old and he was like, what is this you know he noticed people suffering and he's like what what is this all about you know and it frightened him so much that he realized that one day he'll get old that he ran away and he was this was in india and so the buddha is in uh is indian and he came doing yoga and picked up like basic meditation there and he done this like hardcore fasting meditation and he just felt that was too ex- extreme so he started his his own practice uh, which was later turned to buddhism 
Um, and this is this is me being a complete layman who's just uh, listened to <laughs> a few people talking about it and done a little bit of research. But the only thing I've gained since I've started trying to get into Buddhism is a Buddha's belly. Is a Buddha's belly. But yeah, I've been eating well. I've been eating well. I started eating vegetarian, and uh, I'm now nearly two months without meat. Um, and yeah, just been eating egg. Well, the same meat. I've been eating eggs and dairy. They're my kind of um, protein sources uh, from animal products, and uh, yeah, yeah, but it's going good. <laughs> oh yeah, I was, I was like, I remember a few weeks ago, um, I went down to a hotel to get food, get breakfast, and uh, <laughs> we sat down anyway to get a uh, get a breakfast, and I noticed on the menu that like one menu would have like. There was two fries, there was a full Irish, and there was the vegetarian option as well. Um, and the, the vegetarian, like on the full Irish, you get the full of the bacon, the rashes, the pudding, the beans, the lot, the good stuff. And then on the vegetarian breakfast, you get like hash brown, tomato, mushrooms. And uh, yeah, I'm a massive fan of tomatoes and mushrooms at the breakfast. So <laughs> when the breakfast came round, the lady came to take the orders. I was like, um, yeah, could I get a uh, vegetarian breakfast? And she was, and the lady was like, yeah, of course. She's it's great. It's not. It's great to see like young men ordering vegetarian breakfast. It's very healthy. And then before she stopped, uh, I just turned around and said. Uh, and with that, could I get um, two sausages, two pudding, uh, two rashers, and uh, four more sausages, please? <laughs> but um, so yeah, so try the vegetarian diet, and it's it's going to feel really light, I feel really good, um, and yeah, eating shit loads of nuts as well. So. Anyway, back to my story. So yeah, when I got back from uh, uh, traveling, I was like, right, I want to, I want to do more meditation. I want to practice it more, um, and things like that. So I emailed this place, Dajna Barrett's in West Cork, and uh, I said I knew they were looking for volunteers back in August. So I sent them an email in March, and they they were they literally a week before I was due to have an interview. They closed because of the corona around it and uh, yeah so that was so then a few weeks ago I got an email um, saying Mr. Mr. Doolan would you be interested interested would you be interested in coming down to volunteer down in West Cork um, but the only catch is you have two days to come down and uh, so impulsive as I am, I said, yeah. And uh, I headed down to volunteer, and it's essentially, it's grand. You you doing it, you know, you you clean out the fucking load of cot, you clean out cottage, hotel, hotel hostel, and check people into the hostel. And you meet really interesting people. It's such a great place. Um, and then in return for that your work, um, you get the Fiji. They feed you well. They feed, oh, Jesus, do they feed you well? Uh, and uh, you, they teach you meditation, do meditation. And um, yeah, yeah, and uh, yeah, and it's fucking great. It's great. And uh, like every day, just getting in the sea and just being out in the wild. It's such a great place down there. It's literally just so beautiful. And the sea is amazing. 
and it's so it's like jumping in a time machine and going back 50 years you know and the accent is incredible the cork accent by <laughs> like it was a fella doing the meditation class yesterday and so we all sat down and we're all sitting there ready nice and gentle get in the zone get in the zone and uh and the the guy doing the guided meditation it's really gentle looking character comes in and sits down and he's about to start he says okay is everyone ready and we're, we're all nod the head and he goes okay now breathe in through your nose by and hold and breathe out through your mouth by <laughs> and I know <laughs> I was just trying to hold and be laughter. I was like, "What an accent! <laughs> what an accent!" It's like that. I don't know if anyone ever remembers that meet you're at, where like this um, this lady walks into a bar and she's sitting there with her friends and she looks across the bar and she uh, she catches eyes with this handsome, tall, dark hunk sitting at the bar and uh, so uh, <laughs> she writes down a number on a bit of paper and as she's leading, leaving she hands it to him and give, gives him a little kiss on the cheek and she goes home then the next day she's sitting beside all day, all day waiting for the phone to ring and, uh, and next thing the phone rings and with the light she picks it up and puts the phone to her ear and it's the guy from the bar and what does he say in the phone how oh, you got that it's your man from the bar, <laughs> and she uh, just hangs up the phone like that. <laughs> but um, your accents are great. You can imagine me doing the guided meditation and breathe in through your bleeding nose and breathe out through your bleeding mouth. Yeah, yes, but yeah, Um. So yeah, so I'm down here for the summer and one of the best things about this place is I get to walk at an animal sanctuary, an animal sanctuary which is incredible, it has baby owls, um, it has an eve, two evil emus who don't like me, I don't know why, they keep giving me the, the stink eye every time we go and I don't know if anyone's ever... Um, being in like close proximity to an emu, an emu is like a like a, 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 a like if a if a can die, if a T Rex, a raptor, what's that called? A raptor dinosaur and uh, an ostrich had a baby, then you get an emu. And uh, an emu are they scary looking things, birds. Uh, but yeah, we're cool now, we're sound, you know, we fed them a few times and now, now we get on, you know, we have gonna have a kill respect for each other, you know, there's no hugs or kisses, but we kinda of just give each other a nod, so you're you're cool, you're grand, sound. And we're kinda of browse now, yeah. Just browse, yeah. <laughs> and uh, and yeah, they have owls there, they burn owls, they have a goat there that thinks he's a dog, a goat called and uh, um, and yeah, they've just loads of animals, and they uh, really, really enjoy it. And uh, yeah, really enjoying it down here. It's a great buzz by, and uh, as well, as well as people are well aware, I ran my marathon on Wednesday. Um, and yeah, to, to be honest, like uh, today's what three, four days after marathon, and I feel brand new. And yeah, I, I, to be honest, what's down to is the sea dipping, you know, like, and the, like, I have to actually, I have to say this, right? The maddest thing happened when, like, I was about 20 kilometers 
into this marathon right and uh, next thing my knee started to go i had acl surgery um about three years ago two three years ago uh, i had i done in my acl and my pcl which is my i done my anterior ligament sorry my anterior crucial ligament and my posterior crucial ligament in a football soccer um game <laughs> and um yeah and affect me me knee up and then i couldn't obviously was in rehab for like a year in knee rehab not the not the other rehab and uh, yeah got back to um yeah after after like a year got, got back running blah blah and yeah that was like three years ago but the knee it, it, it still comes up to show its head every now and again the old dodgy knee and uh, yeah about halfway into this marathon uh, the knee went again well the knee started to go and no, I remember the physio saying uh, right if you could rate the pain out of 10 like always stop if it's above 3 and I was running and the pain was about 8 and I was about 22 kilometres into this marathon had another 20 to go and I was just about to stop when um, I just remember someone saying about meditating into the pain breathe into the pain um, so that's what I done. I just started breathing through my nose, out through my mouth, focusing on the pain, then just focusing on my feet, hitting the ground and focusing on my hands, um, my shoulders, um, you know, my, my legs. And then the pain just vanished. It literally disappeared. It was just gone. And it was like, it was insane. The pain just left. And uh, yeah, I went on to do the mar, finish the marathon at the forty-four, and it was such a lovely buzz. Uh, when I say lovely buzz, now like it, like some kilometers were really hard, and some kilometers were grand, were really good. And it's like, I suppose it's an analogy for life. You know, some get, days are good, some days are bad, but they you just got to keep going. You know, and they always pass. Not what, no matter what. They always passed, and that was the same as the marathon. You know, it was some kilometers were grand, some kilometers were hard, and um, I just kept going. You know, and uh, yeah, and that's what kind of kept popping into my head every time we talk about stopping. Was like this will pass, and I feel good after. And yeah, I was delighted, and I done it, and uh, I raised. We raised thirteen. Everyone that donated raised thirteen hundred quid for a Pieta House which is a, an incredible cause um you know and yeah i'm so i'm so ha and I'm, ha I'm actually delighted with myself i'm delighted and i'm proud of myself and you know the the old me would you know I'd, I'd achieve a goal and i wouldn't even stop and recognize it you know i just throw it in the back seat and i'd keep going you know i'm on this constant state of seeking and chasing goals uh, for validation or trying to find self-worth or trying to find self you know approval or whatever it is in if i achieve this goal i'll finally feel like a good person i'll finally feel like a, a worthy person or whatever it is and i never actually like never stop and acknowledge um, an achievement or the fact that I've, I've reached a goal you know and uh, it's not it's really not good for your mental health when you're in that just that constant state of go 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 and never stopping and recognizing what you've what you've achieved which is amazing and it doesn't even have to be a marathon it doesn't even have to be a run it doesn't even have to be a 
fucking you know a, 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 a two meter walk you know it's even just anything at all the effort you know be always grateful and proud of yourself no matter what it is you know always you know always indulge or always be obsessively self-kind and self-compassion and self-loving to yourself you know no matter what it is you know what i mean always stop and recognize any sort of effort you make any sort of effort at all you know always stop and just say to yourself jesus yeah this this is great i'm so happy that i've done this you know what i mean that i've made the effort you know and make them make that little goal whatever your goals list is uh, whatever your goals list is you know what i mean and um yeah look how we got into them with goals list and um, was when i got home from traveling as i said i hit a really low patch i was really low i was really down i was really struggling just with life you know what i mean i was a few days home from traveling and it could have been the jet lag it could have been like the anti-climax it could have been anything but i was in a really dark state of mind i was really down and i i'm a very motivated self-driven happy-go-lucky character usually very positive and then when i got home you know i was just so low I was so low like i didn't i couldn't i didn't want to get out of bed i was just what's the point what's the point you know and I absolutely no motivation i was all completely overeating comforting eating my emotions you know what i mean and um yeah you know that was the only thing getting me through it and i found it really hard to open up and talk to people you know because like so like a lot of friends and on sometimes they ring me and ask me for advice on stuff like and uh maybe it was my ego maybe it was my pride and i i just really struggled to ring up and tell people yeah i'm, I'm finding it hard you know and i'd ring a friend and you know to tell them what's going on and i'd use that that incredible irish word that we have the probably the the best irish word that we have he'd ring me and say how are you and i'd say I'm grand. I'm grand. What what a word, you know, we you can use it for everything, you know, if someone just if someone just won the lotto, how do you feel? Ah, that's grand. Right, okay. Well and then if someone just said, Well, you you've only got two days to live, how do you feel? Ah, that's grand. You know, it's like yeah, we can just use it for to express everything, you know what I mean, and anything, you know what I mean. And only know I did. I could never open up about how we felt or, you know, talk, talk about my struggles, you know. Straight away, I'd just say, ah, yeah, grand. So I'd, I'd ring a friend and he'd say, how are you? And I'd say, ah, grand. And then we get into a debate whether um, Pogba is better than Ronaldo of Liverpool and who was the best midfielder and we talk about this burning topic for a, a good half an hour and then we say all right bro see you later man good luck Liverpool I show you good boy and uh, yeah that, that'd be it and um, never actually opening up about how I was feeling you know I was in a complete like, dying on the inside and looking good on the outside and like as i as i heard a lady say once you know she felt like brown thomas on the outside and tesco on the inside and that's you know that's how i was brought up you know i mean not by like my parents as such but just by society you know just by culture that you know if you're feeling shit you know once you look all right that that's the main thing it doesn't matter what's going on underneath the bonnet 
you know what I mean? And that, that was me, you know, there was smoke pouring out of the engine and I'm like, I'll go, I'll go get a car wash, you know what I mean? At least I'll be nice and sparkly, you know? And uh, yeah, but it wouldn't address the issue. And that's, look, and that's what it was. I wasn't addressing the issue. It was just covering it up, covering up rather than fixing what the problem is. It's like if your dog came in and done a massive shit in the middle of your sitting room and rather than you just cleaning it, the effort of cleaning it, you say, ah, just a bit of air fresh there, and maybe I'll throw a, I'll throw a box on top of it just to cover it up so we can't see it. But it's like, yeah, you, you if you keep air freshening it and covering it up, like, you know, that will kind of, that will distract you from it. But the effort of that, and it's going to keep getting worse and smellier. And, and so I hope no minds my, my, my shit analogy. But yeah, and if we, put, if we just take, make the effort to face the problem and clean it up, you know, like, how better will how much will that improve our lives that we're not constantly trying to do something to just, to just cover it up rather than just fix it and address it you know the, the, we'll be a lot happier and a lot smoother if we can just address it um but jesus where i went down a massive fucking rabbit hole there i don't know what i was talking about but yeah uh, yeah being able to acknowledge my achievement of doing the marathon um, which I'm happy out with. I'm happy out that I done the old marathon, and the knees, the knees grand. The knee is actually grand, and and my head straight. It's almost like finished marathon. The first thing in my head is going what now what, and now what. You know what? I think that's a real unhealthy, uh, thing to say to yourself or a thought process to have. You know when you just like oh now what, oh now what, and it's such for me being an addict like it's such an, an, an addictive way it's like wanting constantly wanting more never being satisfied you know what i mean and that that straight thing that forcing that popped into my head when like when i got me when i was sitting down that night with the marathon after the marathon we had was like oh, now what can i run some more or can i cycle and you know and i had to say stop myself and say no i'm, I'm so fucking happy and proud of myself for this achievement and to be able to validate that, validate that, and give yourself a little tap on the back, you know? And that's what it's all about. Give, giving yourself little victories and big victories for anything and everything. You constantly talk to yourself as if you're talking to your, to your baby child, you know what I mean? Um, you know, change that inner voice, that inner critic, and let it be an inner promoter or an inner support, you know what I mean? And be your own best friend, be your own love, your own life. And, uh, yeah... But so yeah, I'm happy with me, Martin, and uh, and yeah, it's class by fucking class by. But um, and yeah, so I'm down here in Cork now for the next while, and uh, I'm really enjoying kind of doing a bit of meditation. You now it's had profound a profound impact on my mental health, which I'm so happy about. Um and like. Like just being able to be be in the present moment, you know, and live in the now and little things like that, you know, and I I'm not re- a religious person at all. Like I'm like religion religion means to celebrate and it means to se- to celebrate life. I think it's a Latin word, religion for 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 like to celebrate life, you know what I mean? So my religion is nature and the act of me acting out my religion is getting in the sea is being kind to myself and others is appreciating nature is living in the present you know that's me 
uh, living in like being religious. You know, I'm relig I'm I'm practicing my religion by by getting in the sea. You know, I'm going to church by getting in the sea. You know what I mean? So it's not like I think a re religion originally. You know what I mean? In my in my opinion, a, a big layman. I don't mean to upset anyone, but like if you've all these people that were put like. That were kind of like Jesus, Moses, Muhammad, um, the the Buddha, you know, the the these people they were filled with love and compassion and had a message, a message of love and compassion, you know what I mean? And then so these people and then human beings came along and said, oh, let let's turn this message into religion that you have to sit down, stand up, eat this bread, and sit down and get on your knees and stand up. And uh, and you know and and this is and then we're putting up walls between different religions. Say, oh, I'm Catholic, you're Protestant, he's Jew, he's Muslim. They're all different because they're different. They must be enemies, so we must hate them. You know, but if we take it down, what's the original message? Was it's all about love and compassion. And there's so many contradictions in religion. You know what I mean? Like it's like oh, look at all the wars, of terrorism, and things like that. It all seems to start from religion like you know what i mean um yeah that's just in my opinion that's just in my opinion in my opinion like like spirituality or religion you know it's it's all the basis is that it's down to love and compassion and there's people that are spreading love and, and positive messages today you know what i mean and i think that like these like jesus and moses and and uh you know the buddha and the muhammad and you know they were People who were just spreading a message of love and compassion, and along the way, we then put religion into it, and then put all these rules, and you know, and then it just turned into categorizing and big boundaries going up, and yeah, so just to bring it back to just being loving and kind to each other, to yourself and to others, and yeah, the sea dipping religion is the religion to go with, and if anyone wants to join my religion, you're more than welcome. All it is is just to be loving and kind and live in the present, and pay me five grand a month, and you're signed up. You're more than welcome to join. <laughs> but um, yeah, and I'm happy out. And I'm happy out. Life is good. Life is gorgeous. And um, yeah, I'm just I'm throwing out my my topic podcast today is what is what I'm calling it. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna have to try to do an interview every second podcast and do like a topic one. Then like every second one, if that makes sense, and yeah, just talk about stuff and um, talk shy, talk absolute shy, talk news to me all. But yeah, look, it's a load by, and and not only that, yeah, and then yeah. So what the long term plan for me is, plan is to go back to college in September. I'm going to study social policy and sociology. And uh, hopefully become a social worker. And on top of that, continue to do my volunteering work. And um, yeah, just enjoy nature and enjoy life. And uh, life is good. Um, life is so good. But yeah, so I'm down in Cork for the next few weeks. Um, and yeah, come if you're around, come down and pay me a visit. And yeah, my plan is then... To get me old tent out and do a bit of camping around Ireland, climb a few peaks and camp, do a bit of wild camping, and wild camping is essentially camping off the beaten track, 
Um, so yeah, up along the Wild Atlantic Way. Well, actually, I want to camp in Wicklow. I love to camp in British Bay Beach, Corklown, Wexford, down along uh, Rosslea, then into Waterford. Um, love to do the Greenway there in Waterford, then into Cork Bay, where I am now. And I've done some camping here, which is uh, what's absolutely phenomenal. It was truly incredible. And then into Kerry and up into the west, up to Mayo Bay. Yeah, that is the that is the plan around. That's my plan. But um, yeah, I hope you're all having a fucking great night. And uh, oh, what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna leave it at that now, and I'm gonna wish you all a beautiful, magical day. And remember, just be kind to yourself. Be loving and be kind to yourself and self-compassionate. And yeah, just be you. Don't fucking go with the crowd. Don't be fucking worrying about what other people think about you. Just be you. Do what makes you happy. That's that's your only, that's your primary purpose. Is to do whatever makes you happy. You know, buying shit online makes you happy. Don't do it. Or going for a walk. Or sitting and watching Netflix. Or, you know, whatever does it for you. Whatever floats your boat. You know, there's different strokes for different fucking folks. And that's what, isn't that what it's all about? Just finding out what makes you happy. And one thing that will make one person happy will probably make the next person depressed. So it's about finding what works for you. And uh, just being kind to yourself too, bye. And uh, yeah, so I am here in my prefab, my Techno Temple prefab, the studio, coming live from Column Doolan headquarters in Cork. And... Um, I love yous and leave yous. And thank you again, everyone that's donated. And yeah, just even if you didn't donate, you know, and just to, have, just to know that there's someone you can reach out to. You know, you're never, ever alone. You can always, there's always support and phone lines there. So never, ever be afraid to reach out. Reach out and ask for help. There's no problem with that. You know what I mean? Absolutely no problem with that. To be vulnerable is not to be weak. And it's fucking baloney to think that, you know. But, um, okay, guys, have an absolutely wonderful day. And uh, I'll catch you on the next wave. Good luck.